Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, thank you to everyone who's out here today watching Lori and Julia and everybody listening in their cars or on the My Talk Woo! app. We are hanging out here on this Monday afternoon at the Minnesota State Fair with Lori and Julia. What do we have in store for the 4 o'clock hour? Well, we, we're still here. We're That's having right. fun. We want to thank Chan S. and Dinner Theaters and Hammer and Exploring Solutions for sponsoring us today. And all of our fine and people listen, that show up every day. I know. You know what's so funny? Nice. We were taking pictures a little bit before our show started, and we recognize you. We know who you are. I mean, it's, we've been spending a lot of time together, 20 years or something. It's just wild. I recognize, you know, everybody. Yeah. And it's 20 degrees cooler down there than it is up here. Yeah, we're if you're in the attic. We're flowers in the attic up here. That, that is just. what's happening. Okay, I screamed today, and you probably did too. And I think Grant posted it on the Lori and Julie show page at MyTech1071. Kathy Griffin's new <laughs> lip tattoos. Oh, yeah. My sister did this. She, she did? tattooed lipstick color on her lips. Which seems like a good idea if you don't want to wear lipstick. Just Does have it? a little. Does it, though? I Does don't, it really? Well. I don't want to wear the same lipstick color. It's wash and go. No, Julia. It lasts. It takes like three years to fade. Well, some people who have a signature look, if your lips have just turned in the same color as your skin and you have no definition, why not do it? But her lips, it was crazy. I'm just like, well, she wants you to know that um, Kristen Johnson, do you remember her from Third Rock from the Sun and their buddies? And she's chimed in on um, Kathy Griffin's um, post, wherever the heck it was. And she goes, what did you do? That's not real. Well, it was real, and it all went down, but, you know, you're very swollen, yeah. and her husband, Ricky Bick, Ricky, Bicky Rick, it's Ricky the Bick. Yeah. Hey, Ricky, do you have a Bick? No, Ricky my Bick. sister did this. She did permanent eyebrows, eyeliner, and lips, and her lips are, you know, they're just always sort of pink, lipsticky looking, you know? Well, I don't think that'd be bad. I, I don't know. I don't. I, to me, that's like a waste of beauty money when you can buy lipstick and just put it on. Like you could save something else on your face or body that's more rewarding. I guess I just didn't feel like lips. Like was, a facelift. Yeah, like a <laughs> facelift. There you go. But she did her eyes and she did her eyebrows. Now the eyebrows, you got to be real careful. I think the best tip I know for tinting your own eyebrows is men's the beard. The beard died. And you know, I'm going to come in and I'm going to look like the, the just guy for men. On, and Poop Just Creek. for men. I look like the guy on Poop Street Creek with yeah. the big, big eye. No, eyebrows. you get the little eyebrow applicator yes. and you can tint your eyebrows if you wanted to. And if anything else was great that you wanted to just take a little brush through, you know, if you were upset about something on your body that was going yes. gray, you yes. know. An eyebrow. Oh, there you go. Oh, gosh, Lori. Okay. What did you think I was I, thinking? I know what you're thinking. Okay. Does anyone know who Miguel is? Yes. Can you think of one song? No. He's a musician. 
Just he's to bring cute. everyone up to speed. Yeah, he's real cute. And he's cute. Mm-hmm. Apparently. But and he, he does had a lot of collabs. And he okay. And he had an album release party Friday night, and I saw these pictures on, on Saturday and I forgot about it. But what he did is he put did you see this, Grant? Grant's trying to deal with our shade right now. Mm-hmm. Um did you see Miguel's the hooks? Did you see this? Did anyone see this picture? No. He literally put hooks oh, God. into his skin and was in training. Yes. In skin a, hook training. Yeah, Apparently this is a there's a class thing. next to bass fishing. Yeah. If you want to hook yourself, you this can just go right, right in. This is right up there with lipstick tattooing for me. It's this, like, oh, why? No, this is way more. This is the yeah. ultimate piercing process. Mm-hmm. It's disturbing. His, his new album is Visera, which means in English, hooks and back. And he was suspended on the stage by hooks that went literally through his back. I've seen this in a, like a, a show where somebody is the, the pin cushion and they will sure. do the, the hooks and stuff. I, and he had to train for that's it. That's I mean, really commitment for an album by the same name. That's real commitment. I, I, I made up what the word meant. Oh, you did? <laughs> I just okay. said, well, who knows? I, you know me in Spanish. I think it's Spanish. No, There's not Espanol? a lot there. There's nothing. All right. Okay, what did the peacock say? Oh, my God. We're doing jokes now? What did the peacock say? Oh, what does so the peacock bad at say? Riddles. Does anyone know? No one knows. Nobody ock, ock. Ouch. And I know this because Martha Stewart has peacocks, and they will only talk to her. Ock, ock. I, they are very obnoxious sounding But they're birds. beautiful when they do their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, I remember at the Hayward, like... Pet, kitty petting zoo. There were always peacocks walking around. Then they just right in front of you go. And you just sit there like, wow, that mm-hmm. is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. But she said that um, she has a peacock enclosure at her home, and they're not just regular old ordinary peacocks, Lori. They're, they're fancy. Talking. Oh wow. They're very friendly birds. Whenever I go by the enclosure, I talk to them. I go, ock ock. Is that talking when you're just doing your bird sound? Not I think really. that's a stretch. Yeah. Um, and she she makes their noses and they talk right back to her and everybody laughs, but they won't ock ock back to anyone else. I, I don't know why you'd have peacocks. Really, because I don't. Because they're beautiful on your lands and they don't bug anybody. Oh, yeah. I and feel like they poop a lot like a goose. Yeah, geese are flying geese, cows. Geese, I think, have bigger poops than peacocks. Flying cows. All they do is eat and poop. But I had a friend in our cabin area growing up that could call geese right up to the dock and they would all f- come right up. Was the call saying, gawk, gawk? No, no, definitely a little bit different. But it was pretty amazing. Like, she could get them if they're flying over. She'd start... Doing Did she some have the, sounds the and duck call? No, no, with her all on her own, and she was and she would just get these this whole flock of geese to come down and then. Did that ever did right it impress to, like anybody? Oh, our whole okay. I mean, we get it would, yeah, it was very impressive because most of the time, as we know, geese can be mean, yeah. but for some reason they Hopefully just. Hopefully, no one got out their shotgun when she no, whaled and no, got him in no. that with that lure. She Nobody's did. shooting geese. Well, yeah, yeah they do. Canadian yeah, geese. Yeah, 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 you do. Oh, you do. I even had those in my refrigerator. But yeah, no, it was just a really cool talent by far to see this girl. Literally at like ten years old, just making noises and just oh, they come right up and That's as cool. if they're a part of the family. So That's cool. We met the turkey callers one year at I've got a secret television show taping. That's right, twin brothers. Twin brothers. That was their claim Woo! to fame. Something. I was just like, my gosh, they are taking anybody on this show. Well, they took us. <laughs> they took us for the nibbling answers and I've got a secret. Y- yeah, they did. Anyways, is anyone us. going to the oldies show tonight at the grandstand? It's kind of a good oldies heavy lineup. 
Gosh, you are a one-track music I mind. Know. Music well, and sex. Who's there? Okay. Okay, who's there? The Turtles. Happy I don't Together. Even, all right, one you song. know some of the, right. They've got some songs. Okay, Happy um, Together. Uh, Little Anthony and the Imperials, Hurt So Bad. Hibby Native, Gary Puckett and the Union Gap, known for Lady Willpower. The Vogues, and they had a song that was in the Queen's Gambit that was featured at the end of that song. Five O'Clock World, that's not the name of it. And then uh, the Classics, Six, they do that song, Spooky. And then going way back to the early 70s, before the Osmonds, the Cowsills are the headliner tonight. I couldn't pick any of those people out in a lineup. I know, but I hope we hear a little sound check, and I hope it's little Anthony and the Imperials. All right. Because we usually get a sound check yep. over here about 4.30. Yep. But yes, we the do. Cow Sills are the headline act tonight, so they really only sound check them. But these this people would be a great gig. Up. Well, they must you sell out because can, there's five of them, five? and they come every year. That's right. And if they're not here, they're at Duluth. They always I mean, come on Senior Citizen Day, which is that today. is today. Yes, bus loads of seniors are here today, and they're doing veteran salutes. They're doing a lot of cool things today. I'm yes. hoping my friend is stopping that by with her dad, Frank. Oh, good. I mm -hmm. hope so. Yeah, mm -hmm. I watched the um, Red Bull Infantry Band today yeah. over at the Liney Lodge nice. playing all kinds of patriotic songs. Nice. I love a man in uniform. You know, attention. Yes, Even absolutely. Even though it looked hot. It, it, it would be hot in a uniform today. Yes, remember, people, it's always 10 degrees hotter in the fairground. Whatever your weather says, add 10. I even heard it was going to rain this afternoon. Did anyone else hear that? I did not. I've got a rain jacket. But I, I'm crazy. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back... It's random thoughts, Julia. This know, is your moment. I feel like I've already had a lot of them. <laughs> you have. The peacock I, one I've was had, really I random. I like the peacock. Ah, ah. <laughs> And what does the frog say? Ribbit. Ribbit. All right, this is Lori and Julia and my talk, and we'll be right back. Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. You know, people are buying and selling houses, and you really need to be smart about what you're doing with your mortgage. And we, luckily for you, we have the mortgage genius, David and his team at First Equity Mortgage. They absolutely know, you know, everyone knows where interest rates are. They can help guide you um, and tell you, you know, it's going to be this for probably this long and we can work it out again later. But they're, they're, they're there to answer all your questions because maybe now is the time you absolutely want to buy a house. That's right. And get everything lined up through them. They will help you through the whole process, especially if you're struggling with some serious credit card debt. They can advise you on what to do because people have more equity in their homes right now than ever yeah, before. Yeah, they really do. Call them today. Call them today at 763-251-8000 or go to my tech, keyword David. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. I have a random, random story. I turned that on so hot and so loud, I blew out my eardrum. I think, whoa. Okay, first of all, we're live at the Minnesota State Fair. People who are here realize we're not you know robots. Who you are. We're moving. Mm -hmm. They know who we're they are. moving parts. We've got a longhorn in the crowd. <laughs> Texas. Love it. I love people who wear those hats. You look cute. She, I'm, I, think I hope I didn't embarrass her. Huh? 
Babe the Blue Ox, I It's believe. Babe the Blue Ox. All right, yeah. Longhorn. Okay, so this is a weird story. So first of all, I want to tell you the size of Lake of the Woods up in northern Minnesota. Usually the coolest spot in the winter. Yeah. Okay? So Lake of the Woods is a million acres. That's a million big. acres. For, you know, just mine Lake 1700. Okay? A million acres. That's a lot. 70 miles long. 70 miles wide and 20 feet deep. Dang. It is a big hunk of water. It's a beast. Well, Connor Hulsa, who's a freshman at Moorhead High School, uh, was uh, fishing with his, with his dad, and they were doing a walleye drift, whatever that means. I and actually know what that is. When you're just... No, I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like there's a worm and a weight, and you lightly trail... The motor is on. You do and that with all fish. Wait, did you say it? trolling? No, yeah. no. I said that's a, trolling. I know. She's so full of it. I knew she was going to make up some BS, but I just let you go. All right. It's a whatever a walleye drift is. More information on that later. But they stopped the boat, put spinners on, yes, and let the waves take them. So you cut the motor and just let the waves take you. That's what yeah, it is. And then you just jig it off the mm -hmm. bottom. As you sit and, there and go. Yep. Jig, yeah, you want it to bounce jig, off the bottom. Jig, yeah. jig, jig, and it's go. 20 I feet do. deep. All right, fine. And, and so Connor, the son, who's probably 14 or 15 years old, thought he was catching the world's biggest fish because it hooked so hard. He tried so hard to get it out of the water, and he's, ah, it's 20 feet. I mean, yeah. that is deep. I, I wonder and if so, this is going to end up like my fishing story. Well, I don't know. When the fish ate your mole in your stomach? No, not that oh. one, a different one. Okay, well, we'll oh, find well, out when I'm done with <laughs> yeah. this. Okay, so anyway, it's coming up, it's coming up. He's pulling so hard, pulling so hard. His little cousin puts out the net, dumps in it a billfold. Oh, okay. A wallet. Wow. A wallet. But not just a wallet. 70 feet wide, 70 feet um, across, Across, 20 feet deep, a wallet. Wow. Inside the wallet, there was $2,000. Whoa. And um, he showed it to everyone, and we took the money out and let it dry out. And um, my, my dad, Connor says, my dad said, we should give it to the person. And I said, we should, too. Yeah. Was there a, a, a driver's license in there? There was a business card inside. They called the number. They tracked down the owner, and the owner was Jim Denny from Iowa. I tell you what, I have that billfold in my hands, and it's still hard to believe that Connor caught it. The water was really rough when he... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He was fishing a year ago and he was sitting on the back of the boat and his wallet kind of worked its way up as they were going oh. over the waves and it just went out in the water 
and he didn't realize he lost his bill for it until he went to pay his bill at the resort he was staying at in Lake of the Woods. Um, he had nothing. He's like, oh my gosh, I don't know where to yeah, go. Right. And the, the hotel floated him the money. He said, I've never been so embarrassed in my life. Um, I didn't have one penny on me. And um, he was so delighted that Connor That's called incredible. him. Denny made the trip from Iowa up to Moorhead, Fargo, Moorhead. and met they have FedExed it? He yeah. he went to he meet the family. That's a cool picture. This does not happen, Lauren. No, it doesn't. It does yeah. not happen. And so he offered Connor some money, but Connor, of course, his parents told him, "You don't accept a dime. You're going to go further on this one. It's a good lesson." And Denny gave him instead a fancy cooler, and um, he was just so excited. He was so excited. Yeah, he, he never said, thought he was seeing that again. No, and so Denny, the, the guy from Iowa, came up, and, he, and Connor says, this is the best compliment anyone could have given me. And he said, I would take Connor for my grandson any day, and Aww. I'd fight for him any day. That's so, cool. the moral of the story from Connor is be nice to everyone and give back. We didn't work hard for the money he did. Yeah. Isn't that it's, a random? I wonder if the money is wrecked after a year. You just have no, to dry no. it out. Haven't yeah, you seen what goes around sometimes? There, yeah. Well, I, I love it if I wash any of Casey's it's, money because then it's my money. And I it's clean. It in the laundry. And I'm it's like, clean. Oh, yeah. It's clean. Yeah. It's clean. I mean, that Casey I thought, forgot he had a 20 in there. Yeah, mm. yeah, I thought, money I thought yeah, that was kind of a good one. There's a video of the money all dried out and now all the stuff that was in the wall. I mean, it, it actually surprisingly, most of that stuff that was in the wall it survived that wow. entire time. Which is awesome. Good old cowhide leather. That's there right. You, go. <laughs> you know, all right, so this one, this one, I can't believe it took so long to come up with this, but I'd like to see a raise of hands if you have $30 million in the bank. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, hey, you don't oh, have to yeah, do yeah, it. I don't want to embarrass you guys. Oh, I don't know what to do with it. All. I, don't I don't know why I'm working. I, exactly. Okay, so there's this new app called Myra, and it was in the news this week, and I don't know if anyone heard about it, but. It is an app that you have to have $30 million just to, be, to get the app. You have to get pre-approved. For Myra? Yes, and the membership costs $30,000 a year. Oh, oh, my God. Is it a, like a dating app? No. It's, uh, it's what really super rich people use to get access. The cash So quickly. the guy that started it, it's yeah. a new concierge service for the filthy. The black Amex card used to do this. Exactly. But I think it's yep. lost its luster. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to the app world, and it's the Myra. Yeah. And it's too many um, apps. It's Venmo with access to $30 million, essentially. No, Holy no, it isn't. No? You, no, it's, 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 no, it's a concierge service. If you want front row tickets to Taylor Swift, no problem. Yeah, because you have it's the a, it's credit It's a concierge line. service. Yeah. If you want to go on a Learjet with a Beetle, no problem. Um, if you want, don't even ask for Taylor Swift tickets. Apparently, you're supposed to have to have din ask for dinner with her. That's the level that these people oh, are. Wow. It's above and beyond. I love it. Someone, um, look, never mind. Okay. <laughs> it's an invite only. I like it. So none of us have got our invites yet, apparently. No, no. Um, for an example, and it's this guy, Ray Fleming, and he was for years and years always asked by his buddy, and he was a music guy, and he knew everybody, and he was yeah, a connector. Yeah, hooked me up with Can tickets, you get tickets to this? this? Can you get tickets to that? Can you get tickets? And his, he's got a really good Rolodex, and I love that a story used the word Rolodex. Yeah, that's true. Because we still have all of our Rolodexes when Donnie Love worked with us. It's we true. can't throw them out, the contact list. And so, anyway, um, 
this guy, Ray Fleming's launched it, and he just said he's become the go-to guide when celebrities and billionaires need something. For example, he once got two clients two seats in, for the Oscars sitting in the ninth row next to Jeff Bezos. Look at that. It took him less than a day. Jeez. He, the app currently has less than 100 members. Makes sense. Many yeah. of them are athletes, CEOs, celebrities, and there's a community feature where you can talk to your 30 million um, network, network yeah. friends. And anyway, he there's another 500 on the waiting list, and they expect a thousand active members. This is this the, is what the super rich do. This is the best millionaires club you could think of. They'll get you anything. Yeah, I love it. I'm sure there's other ones out there. All right, well, yeah, being in Jeff Bezos' Rolodex to get an invite on the big, you know, yacht. He'd oh, be on the opposite that's end. That's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. I you can't know. believe you haven't been invited. The Kardashians were. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't surprise gonna, me at all. They're we've got all a special treat for you. If you've ever oh, been, yeah. if yeah. you've ever been in the food building and got a sausage from the Sausage Sisters, who have been at the State Fair since 2002, and they also have a thing right out by the main entrance. They've got a little stand, a little, a little satellite. Sausage Sisters. Stand. We're going to yes, talk to Sherry um, when we come back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for Hammer and Exploring Solutions, and we just want to let you know that um, they are here during the run of the State Fair in the Home Improvement Building, which is right next to the Kitty Land, and um, they've got the 20% off coupon. They have staff there, though, to help answer any questions that you might have, and a good sampling of flooring and carpeting and different things that you can have. We're trying to get people in these high chairs here. Um, and they're just lovely people that we love doing business with. They just opened last week in Hudson, and they're flooring superstore, and they have one a new one in Rochester as well. I had a friend who just went there and because she wanted to do a combination of the vinyl and carpeting. She wanted some design help to help it flow. And they can do all yeah. of that because they have designers on staff at all locations. And remember, the 20% off coupon, pick it up in the Home Improvement Building and tell them the girls sent you. That's Hammernex Flooring Solutions. Okay, we are absolutely delighted because as long as we've been here, we've been eating sausages from the Sausage Sister. And Sherry Peterson, one half of the Sausage Sisters, is here with us. And you have just written a book, The Wisdom of the Sausage Sister. And um, a memoir of creating a sausage business and state fair four-star recipes. So welcome, Sherry. I mean, I just look at you. I feel like it's still the first day we probably met you. And we probably come over there. Can you give us anything for our show? Can you give us <laughs> yes. anything for our show? I know you've been very generous oh, to us over the years. Well, you are fun to be generous, too. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay, so you have a family and sausages because I... Um, didn't get to read all the book, but I think it's delightful because you also have recipes in there yes. and wonderful things. And we just tasted the rock and roll sausage. This is the new one this year? Yes. Uh, it is a our, our new fair food for this year. We try to put out a new fair food every year. That can be exhausting, but um, this one was simple and fun to do. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, a sausage roll. They're not very common in Minnesota. I think there's only two or three places that you can get them. Uh, but now you can have it at the State Fair. Uh, it originated in the UK. 
And um, my husband's doctor had just been in the UK and he said his favorite food was the sausage roll. But I don't think theirs would be anything like ours. I don't think that the English uh, has a reputation, England doesn't have a reputation for uh, food that is uh, spicy. Spicy? Yeah. <laughs> they have a reputation for bland food. Yes, they do. Yeah. And so this one, we the sausage that's in it is not in a casing. It is fresh sausage. Um, it's not smoked. It, we just take this mixture, a spicy mixture that has cumin and um, uh, allspice and cinnamon. It's so and, good. Yeah, it's really. It's not too spicy. How many sausages do you taste before you decide on the ingredient <laughs> thing? Is it like a hundred or? Oh, we're we're famous for the sausage eating that we do. Okay. <laughs> You're from a long line of sausages. Well, I am. I mean, your family had a had a. Tell every yeah. give us a little story about you because I was reading in your memoir that this this has been in your family for generations. Yeah, you know it, it is one of those things where you wind up running around in circles all your life and you sort of come back to what you know the best. And uh, I grew up in a family of grocers and butchers and farmers. And uh, as, as a child, we would run one block away to the grocery store and go to the butcher, the butcher department, the meat department, and we would watch the sausage maker make sausage. And his name was, we called him Butch. And everybody, <laughs> everybody called him Butch. It wasn't until I was an adult that I found out he really did have a real name, and it was <laughs> Alex Ludwig. And, uh, but that, even now, I mean, I walk into a meat market and there is that smell of smoked meats that uh, just reminds me of my childhood. It's really cool. You know, in knowing your story from reading your memoir, um, you had, you know, you guys, you schlepped, you and your sister schlepped, because once you figured this is what we're going to do, sausage, yes. you were at all the farmer's markets. You did all of that. And how did, and I'm reading this story about um, Watermelon John oh, yes. in your book, and who it seems like you really dug, but he said, you're like, what does it take to make it at the state fair? And he said, you've got to be one of the five must-have foods fairgoers want. Yes, uh, and it, it's getting harder and harder to be on that list because there are so many foods, and especially so many new fair foods. This year, there was 110 applications for new fair food that the state fair board had to take a look at, the food and concession people. Do you think they taste it all? They, they say that it doesn't, we don't have to see the food, we don't have to taste the food. Oh, okay. But I am kind of thinking otherwise. Yeah. Uh, because I think if they had tasted this, they would have put us on the official list. Yeah. Well, both of the Stephanies loved this, the rock and roll sausage with the horseradish sauce, or you can have an herb sauce. Yes. But like, okay, so now take us back. So 2002, did you start in the food building? Uh we started the business in 2000, okay. uh, and that's when we did the weenie wagon at county fairs and yeah. uh, art festivals. Her name. Then we started at the, oh, we did at the farmer's market, and then we got into the state fair in 2002. And that's kind of an interesting story in that people ask us, how did you get into the fair? Uh, it must be really hard to do. And it is hard to do because there's only so many spots available. 
But um, what was happening in 2002 is that uh, the fair board decided that the food building needed to be remodeled. And so they told everybody that was in the food building, 40-some vendors, told them that they would have to reapply to be uh -oh. in the food building. That's scandalous. Well, yes. Kind and of scandalous. All those people had been there forever. Right. Yes. Their intent was to reduce it from 40 down, uh, excuse me, from over 40, I think there were, down to 33 uh, to make it a little bit more spacious uh, in the food building and to make the flow work a little bit better. Plus also, they wanted the vendors to all have exhaust fans because you know how hot that building Oh, that building. Get. I was wondering how you made it this far. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Uh, and then they also uh, made sure that everything was up to a sanitary code. Uh, I think that there had been some neglect going on over the years, and uh, so they were going to correct it all. So they kicked out the 40-some. Wow. Uh, and took a look at at a hundred applications for a space in the food building and they chose us and I I have to laugh because I think it really reminds me of something my mother always used to say and that is be, be careful, careful of what, what you, you wish want oh. Oh. <laughs> yes totally yes. I mean I think of how much work you must do yes it is yeah you know and it is our only gig um, uh, we gave up on the weenie wagon we gave up <laughs> on the Minneapolis farmers we gave up on um, the, uh, the things that don't make much money. Grocery stores. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't make money. Uh, oh, come on. You, we do it for fun. Oh, of course you do, Sherry. <laughs> of course. Of yes. course you do. Yeah. But, I mean, you really have good quality, good food. I was kind of reading about when you had something, and I remember this food item that you were thinking it was going to succeed, and you kept trying and trying and trying for three years. Yes. Um, tell everyone what that was. It was yeah. the... It was the yeah. Um, the first year was really interesting because uh, at that point, uh, at that time, in 2002, Rick Nelson, who was the, uh, the final word on what was good and what was not good, he was maybe the only word mm -hmm. back then, and he did his reviews uh, on um, the Friday before Labor Day, which is hard because uh, we plug along day after day selling uh, uh, 450 sausages. This particular sausage was called the Twisted Sister. Yes. And it was a porchetta sausage, the seasonings of the porchetta roast, put on a stick, spiraled with breadstick dough, sprayed with an egg wash, sprinkled with uh, Parmesan cheese, Italian seasoning, and a little sprinkle of kosher salt, baked in the oven, and then, of course, served on a stick. So the bun was baked onto yeah, the sausage. Yeah, great idea. So it was a great idea. We were only selling 450 sausages a day. And thinking about the over $60,000 we had spent to build out the booth, and uh, let alone all of the other expenses of supplies and workers and uniforms and blah, blah, blah. And, and, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, then, and then Rick Nelson came out with uh, uh, his ratings of the new fair food, and he gave us four stars out of four. So that Friday when the rating came out, we went from selling 440 sausages a day 
to 2,500. Oh wow. Uh, we had a little dilemma that year also in that where we stored the frozen breadstick dough, the temperature would change as people came in and out of that building. Oh, no. uh, so sometimes it, got, it went down to zero at night, nice freezer temperature, but it would go up to 40 degrees in the daytime oh, with people going out. So these cases of breadstick dough would thaw and then refreeze. Oh, God. Thaw and then refreeze. Such a glamorous oh, yeah. life, the sausage it's sister so, business. It is true. <laughs> because when we were selling 2,400, 2,500 sausages a day, we had to pry off those breadstick dough. Pry that would stick to the... Yeah, oh. and they were all stuck together. It looks, uh, I write in the book that it reminded me of uh, that uh, statue in Oslo, Norway, where the people are just piled on top of each oh, yeah. other. And <laughs> it was, I mean, each case, the, the dough came out perfect in a rectangle, but it meant that we had to try and separate them. Oh. So we had that challenge, and... Uh, so it was, it was quite, the, quite the year. And you still sell those, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that's... That's one signature. of the yeah, and it's beautiful. Uh, yep, our it's signature beautiful. piece. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right, Sherry, can you stay with us for a second? So when we come back, you know, tell everybody about your book. Yes, I will. Um, okay, we are Lori and Julia still, and we have Sherry with us and Grant, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Okay, Sherry, we're going to make, probably make you do a little Hollywood speaking with us. We've got the Hollywood speaking happening. We've got Sherry Peterson, who's one half of the Sausage Sisters, who's been in the food building since they revamped it, we found out, in 2002. What's, just give us one big headline, Lori. Sausages have run away at the fair. It's the runaway food. There is give us one good headline because I was asking her, have you served any celebrities in the in the food building? What kind of scandals have happened there? Let's just say that uh, the Kardashians have picked a side with Harry and Meghan because they posed with Meghan Markle's mom last night at some fancy fancy party. So they're letting us know they are Team Harry and Meghan. They so are Team Harry. In case you're wondering who the Kardashians were picking. <laughs> and, and she has bangs. She has baby bangs mm -hmm. and I do not approve. I know. When people when people there could do the bangs, been bangs but I don't approve. I don't know. I, I guess I like them in France on a French girl a baby she bang. She looks like she's 16. <laughs> Uh, it's very disturbing. Somebody, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. All right. So Sherry was just telling us the wisdom of the sausage sister and how she got, how her and her sister first got into the food building and some of the challenges. And you said the rules. People don't have any idea the rules you guys have around being a vendor in the food building. That's right, and uh, it's getting to be a tighter and tighter ship as we move along. Is that mean no sexy time with other booths and that type I, of thing? Right. Did you have a, were there food manses? You know? Yes, uh, there are romances that used to go on between booths, and it doesn't seem to happen like it used to, and I don't Shoot. know. Well, the maybe kid, people the kids are, are too lazy. up now. They've been yeah, around. But... Um, uh, one of my workers, uh, and I'm in a partnership with Catherine Shane Hare and her daughter, Andrea Stileski, and there's a chapter in there on the Shane Hare Stileski team. But um, they, uh, Catherine would talk about 
the romances that happened uh, between booths. We were originally next door to uh, French Meadow. Yes, you were. Yes. I love those guys. I know, and so did our workers love those guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Most Iced of our coffee right there all the, the time. Granada. The Granada, which is still the best. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, so the, we had mostly girls working for us, and he they had mostly boys working for them. And so all of these romances would go on. And I do know we get a little newspaper every day. And Is there a state fair newspaper? Yes, but only uh, for vendors. Oh, oh I want to get a hold of one of those. Oh, oh, I can't imagine the gossip. <laughs> what, like, oh, fun. Yeah. Like, well, do they, is they that do where they announce the romances. romances? Yes, they do yeah. announce romances. Wouldn't so. it be fun to be a columnist during the state fair <laughs> year and talk cool. about little goings on? Uh, yeah. Yes, it would be. However, like I said, the state fair runs such a tight ship that you have to kind of be closed mouthed about some things that might go on yeah. behind closed doors. Julia and I uh, partied with Monty, the, the reptile, reptile guy. guy. He pulled booze Ooh. out of coolers that held turtles and snakes. We were very, <laughs> very food, food impressed people. with his booze storing technique. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, don't mind that snake. It's non-venomous. I've got the gin in here. We're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Did you know Monty? No, but he was uh, a character and a half. You wish you, okay, and then who are you by now? Um, Harry Singh is next door to us okay. on the left, and uh, Harry is is I don't know. I think he's he's old, but then I am too. <laughs> and, uh, okay, but every year since Harry has been there, we have a problem of the water leaking between our two booths, and unfortunately, it comes out on the sausage sister side. Oh, Damn so it. we look like we're negligent about how we do things, and that's not the case. We follow the rules. Of course you do. Of <laughs> yeah. course you do. Right. Wink, and, wink. And then it's so, I, I'm thinking of, um, I mean, when you go in there, wasn't the Falafel King in there? I'm he still is who there. who your neighbors would be. Yeah. Yeah. The Falafel King is still there, and his son, Amir uh, Amin, works with him. And they are the kindest, uh, mm -hmm. sweetest, dearest people. I mean, Amin will come up and give you a hug. We do have a story in the book of where Catherine Shanehair saved the Falafel King's oldest son, uh, Catherine was a nurse by training, and one day uh, the Falafel King, I don't know his name, he yells out. <laughs> He's the Falafel I, King, I, that's all we need to <laughs> yeah, know. Right, yeah. and he yells out, is there a doctor in the house? Well, Catherine is a nurse, and she literally flew over our booth and down to the Falafel King and did CPR on this young man. And uh, he was apparently suffering from uh, dehydration, which can happen oh, easily. I'm but, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. She saved his life. You, she saved I, his I life. I love that. Well, there's, that's <laughs> yes. a really good story. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking with Sherry Peterson. Her new book is The Wisdom of the Sausage Sister. And in here, you've got some really good recipes. What's been the feedback? I mean, there's a ton of recipes in here, yeah. not just sausage. You're not giving away any secrets, are you? Well, yes. Yeah, you We're are. sharing everything. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I discovered that uh, even in the taste section of the Star Tribune, they used to publish recipes from different restaurants. And I don't think it kept people from going to that restaurant and trying to. No, ever, ever. Because uh, who's going to make it? I'm not yeah, going to yeah, make it. Right. Some you of these have a lot that. of steps. Yeah, you got to hold okay. that You pay money for that. They do. Uh, how long did it take you to write your book? Seven years. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, uh, really, it's terrible 
uh, in that uh, I started taking classes at the Loft Literary oh, Center in, yes. in Minneapolis. And uh, so that was starting seven years ago. And then three years ago, I took an additional class called, I mean, I struggled to get into this class. That I, I was afraid I was not going to make it, but it's called Write a Book in a Year. Oh. Well, that was three years ago. Oh, boy. And Write a Book in a Year doesn't guarantee that it's going to be a good book. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I would guarantee that even now, but I'm proud of it. I, I like my book. Um, and I've gotten really good reviews from a lot of people. Yes, you have. Not even, not just even my friends. Can, they buy it? Can you buy it at the booth? No. Now, that's one of the rules that the State Fair oh, has. Okay. I can't sell my book at the booth in the food building. And local bookstores, you can get it? Uh, Amazon is the has been the source from day one, which was May, the first part of May. You don't have many left. I was on it today. On Amazon? Yeah. Whoa! Well, Someone needs to check on that. Yeah, uh, but um, I I really wanted also to be in independent bookstores locally here. I'm a big believer in local connections. That my dad, you know, shop locally, shop locally. Yeah. We we are too. Yeah, we believe it. And uh, right now, my book is in. Um, Go, I want to really advertise this. Golden Fig Fine Foods. We love the Golden oh, Grand Fig Avenue. Grand Avenue. Yeah, that place Grand is Avenue. amazing. Yeah, and I'm so pleased to have it there because Wonderful. I've known Lori uh, McCann Crawl for as many years as I've been in the sausage business. She gave me the first pamphlet on the Minnesota rules for sausage. how to run a food business. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. No one gave us the rules on how to be talk shows. <laughs> yeah, to tell, like, somebody should have given us. Yeah, right. We never had any rules, but luckily you had a guy. Is there a special sauce? I mean, do they sell, do you have a special spice that's named after the Sausage Sisters? Oh, no, we don't. That's right. well. We should we should bottle that. Um, we have several sauces that people have asked us for yeah. the recipe, and a couple of them are in the book. The horseradish uh, sauce that I just had with yeah. this rock and roll thing was delish. Yes, yes, and I I don't know. Uh, maybe I will put that on my uh, oh. website. Just enjoy yourself, but give out your website. <laughs> yes, it is www.sausagesisters.com. And there's also, uh, you can sign up for a newsletter that comes out once a month along with the recipe of the month. Nice. Have you heard every sausage joke there is? Oh, I'm just, <laughs> I, I mean, I, every I was just sausage worried. I bet joke. you have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a good one? Do you have a standard one you go to? I never met a sausage I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't like, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I once met a fellow who said, you know, we name our sausages, too. And, uh, I thought that was a good one. What is we, he talking about? Exactly. Oh, yeah, really. And then um, the other thing that one time happened at the Minneapolis Farmer's Market was a woman came up and said, are you the sisters who have sausages? Oh yes, and oh, we could boy, hardly do we. <laughs> we could hardly keep from laughing, uh, but not to embarrass her. She what was, a fun thing to do with your sister before she retired and to keep doing, and good for you, Sherry. Yes, yes, we still laugh about a lot of things, even like na naming our sausages. Uh, we each one of them. We came up with eleven flavors of pork sausage and five flavors of chicken sausage and each one had um, 
a unique name to it, like the Asian-inspired one is called Taiwan On. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. clever. Yeah, we had that's fun. That's clever. I mean, the naming. Twisted it's Sister, like the you can't get better. Polish. Yes, you can't get better than the Twisted Sister, the original OG. I mean, that's a great name. The yes. Sausage Sisters. Stop by. They're in the food building. Pick up the book. They also at, have a little you got a booth. The f- Golden Fig on Grand Fig. Avenue. Yeah. If you can't get there, it's on Amazon. Thank you yeah. so much. It's really a treat to have you. Well, it's a treat to be here, and the State Fair is the best State Fair in our state. There you go. Yep. And maybe in a couple others. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, we'll take All a right. quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk.